Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter or Instagram, follow me at Strict Anonymous. Please follow me. I've never done social media or pushed it really, so I barely have any followers and I want a lot of followers. So follow me on Instagram at Strict Anonymous. If you're on YouTube or even if you're not on YouTube, go on YouTube, subscribe to my channel. You can comment. The best thing that I like about um, YouTube is that you can comment on the videos and then I comment back so I could you know, hear what people are thinking about the episodes. And a lot of people who are on the show, the guests go onto YouTube and respond back as well. So not only will you have me responding back to you, you'll have the guests 99% of the time responding back to you as well. Uh, So if you're on YouTube or even if you're not, go there and subscribe to my channel. Um, Subscribe to my podcast, wherever you're listening to podcasts. And if you could write a great awesome review, write a review, (laughs) or just give me five stars. Uh, What else? If you want to join my Patreon, I have a Patreon now. Um, I love my Patreon members. There's different tiers to sign up for. You could, there's a $3 tier where you're just basically supporting my show. It's three bucks a month. You get the episodes early on Friday, as well as a monthly Q&A where I give you all kinds of really interesting scoopage. Um, You'll get that just for three bucks, like I said. Um, and then there's, you goes all the way up to a $60 tier. Now the $60 tier is like a one time phone call with me. You could do it once a month. You could do it more than that, but you could sign up through Patreon. It's totally anonymous. They take the payment. I don't know who you are. You could talk to me like my guests talk to me, but I don't air the show. I have a lot of people signing up for that. So that's really cool. Um, I had it at 30 minutes, but I think we're going to make it a little bit longer. So it's like a therapy session, like 40 minutes. 30 minutes is just a little too short. I feel like I'm just getting started and then I have to hang up. <laughs> so you sign up for that. And then there's tiers in between. The 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 most popular one is the pantyhose uh, tier. So if you are, if you have that fetish and you're a pantyhose guy, I call those guys my hosers. If you're a hoser, go there and sign up if you're into pantyhose because you'll get a lot of extra content there. So to sign up for my Patreon, go to uh, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. You could go to my website and, uh, uh, oh no, I don't know if my link for Patreon is there. Go to, just go to someplace and you can find it. Go to YouTube. I have all my links there or it's under the podcast, all my episodes. It's all the links are right there. Um, you could also, what was the last thing I was going to say that just reminded me? Mm. Oh, if you want to be on the show, you could be on the show. Look through the titles. If you have a secret life, an interesting life, or just want advice because you're in the middle of a problem and you have no friends or your friends don't want to fucking listen to you anymore, you could be on the show. I'll listen to you. I'll ask you a lot of questions. You remain totally anonymous. All you have to do is uh, be honest and tell the truth. That's all I ask, right? You don't have to tell me your name. You don't have to tell me where you're from. You're not just anonymous to the people that are listening. You're anonymous to me too. Call me from a block number. I don't give a shit. I actually prefer not knowing who I'm talking to. It helps me to remain completely unbiased. So if you want to be on the show, go to my website, Strictly Anonymous Podcast, and click on Be on the Show. Today I have on a guy, I forget his name. 
I really do. It doesn't matter. I really say their name once in the beginning of the podcast and then I put it in the title. But besides that, it doesn't really matter. So whatever his name is, I'm going to be right back on with him. His story is, and he told me what the proper terminology is because sometimes I use hot wife and cuckolding and I say that and people are like, but isn't it cuckold, humiliated? And sometimes a lot of my guys who like to watch their wives fuck other guys, they're not have that humiliation aspect. And when it's not there, it's called, he told me, it's called a stag and a vixen, right? He's the stag. And his girl, his wife, who he lets sleep with other guys, is the vixen, right? So he's a, vic- he's a stag, his wife's a vixen. They were together forever. I mean, these people literally met each other when they were like early teens. I mean, I actually think if they would have hooked up now, it might actually be illegal because she was like 15 or some shit like that. And they got married, pregnant, that whole thing really early on. And they, they had like a lot of drunken moments in the beginning where they slept with each other in front of other people, slept, tried to sleep with other people. You know, that drunken shit. I think we've all kind of been there. If you add alcohol and you're really young, I think people wind up in orgies sometimes, but they're not like real orgies. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Or maybe we're the abnormal ones. I don't know. But he, him and his wife wound up in those situations when they were super young. And then when they got older and went through, and then we talk about like what happened along the way with them. Um, and there were some bumps in the road, some cheating that went on, finding out about the cheating, all that kind of stuff. And then they eventually started talking about doing those kind of kinky things that they did when they were really young, right? So now they're older, their kids are older, and they're like, hey, maybe we should go start sleeping with other people. And it doesn't, I mean, I get the specifics of how that happened. And I think that that's interesting, right? Because if there's people out there that want to see how to transition and how to do it successfully, because they've been successful at it, it's interesting to hear their story. So eventually, like I said, they talked about it. They got back into it. And then they started sleeping with um, other people. Does he get into the guys? Does she sleep with other women? Is it just other guys that they sleep with? What do they do with those guys? Is he there? Is he watching? Does he participate? All that stuff, you'll get all the answers. Um, So anyway, it's a fascinating story. Like I said, they're very successful at their stag vixen relationship. Uh, So if you're looking to do it or you're just interested in hearing their story, sit back, relax, and I'll be right back on with him. (laughs) Whatever his name is, Steve, John, Bill, Bob, doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm going to be right back on. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hey, John, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today hiding out in your car in a parking lot <laughs> like so many uh, of my doing, other guests? <laughs> doing great, Kathy. I actually got the idea from listening to your podcast. Right, because so many people are in a parking lot in their car, you know, and depending on the weather, sometimes it's a problem because they have their air on or it starts to rain outside. You know, there's it's, sometimes there's technical difficulties for that. But, you know, you had... I th- you just told me that you found my uh, podcast a couple of weeks ago. Now, your deal, as far as I know, and all that I know really is that you and your wife have a very open relationship, right? And and have been successful at that over time. You've been together for a long time and your sex life is still great. But you did open it up, right? Yes. From day did. one? It, um, Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But- um. And we've been together a long, a long time. Like we met when I was 17. She was 15 when we met. And And you guys are how old now? I am 60 and she is 58. 
Wow. And so from 16, right. So the only way to stay together that long would be to fuck other people, right? (laughs) I don't know. For me, that's how I think. Like, how can you stay with that same person that whole time? I mean, that's a long ass time. Yeah. And you're right. But, you know, to me and, and to her too, but probably her to a lesser extent, but, you know, there's, there's always been kind of this difference between sex and love, I guess. For you know? sure, uh-huh. Um, and so, yeah, we met, you know, at a really, really early age. And it's it's funny because we kind of, we knew, you know, even though we were really young, we knew like within, I would say within a month of her and I meeting, we were already, you know, we were planning our future. And this is at 15 and 17 years old. We're talking about how many kids we want to have, you know, um, what we're going to name them, if they're boys or girls. And, you know, she was, she was, it was funny. She was excited about the fact that, her her last name was going to change but her last initial would stay the same because both of our last names started with the same same letter and uh, so yeah we were just, i mean we were talking about stuff like that and from you know, the minute you guys met but like it's funny yeah. if i was like your mom or your older friend i would have been like oh how cute like listen to these little kids talking about you know like it's just like kind of funny that you're thinking you're gonna like get well, married I, you know but it turns out you were right you know yeah and you know back the funny thing was back then um at that age we really in our minds we thought we were so grown and so adult and like now i look at like 15 year olds or 17 year olds i know that's when it gets scary it's like oh my god we were that age that's what i mean were you guys saying that kind of stuff if you looked at it like i said if i was your parent i'd be like oh look how cute they think they're gonna get married you know they're doing that cute little kid thing you know like what's your name like what are we gonna name our kids you know we all played those games most of the time it didn't i would say 99 percent of the time that kind of talk doesn't go anywhere where right no right but it did for you guys right because here we are so many years later like tons of years later and you're still together yeah and for us you know it was kind of like every everyone thinks you know gosh these kids you know getting getting together and getting married this young you know how scary it is but you know for us for both of us that it was actually a step up, you know, because we both were in like really dysfunctional families. Um, she was very mature. I met her one day after her 15th birthday and well, number one, she looked like she was 21 years old. I, uh-huh. I mean, this was gorgeous, you know, and, um, like the girl of my dreams, you know? And, uh, but she, uh, unfortunately she, her mother was like this raging alcoholic. And so she kind of had to take care of things from a very young age. She was taking care of the house. She was taking care of a younger brother, you know? And so she was very mature. I was, um, in some ways and then in others, I wasn't, I was a teenage boy, you know? Uh-huh. But you so you both were looking to get out of your house ASAP and right? Is that what yes. you're saying? So to hook yep. up together, besides the fact that you guys were really into each other, it was also a way to get away from your situation that was dealt to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And um and and, you know, we were like crazy in love with each other, I guess, as much as you can be at that age. Um, and that's, you know, and you always hear people saying, you know, God, you shouldn't get married that young. And, and people told us that they said, oh, you're going to last six months. You know, most of those people are either divorced or dead or, you know, whatever. All right. Uh, now, but, um, uh, you know, like I said, for us, it was like we really didn't give it a second thought. You know, we just kind of forged ahead. And, you know, here we are. 
Yeah, you you're know, the luck. You're lucky. I think. I mean, I think that that's not the, most people's story, right? But you hear that some people. Right. You hear some people will meet, and then the last is from high school on. You know, a lot of times that is the kiss of death because you're like, how could you stay with that same person forever? And the fact of you guys staying on that same path and on the same page, right? Of your, for your whole right. life is very rare, but it does happen. It's the same thing like when some people meet and they get married like three months later and people are like, oh my God. And most of the time that goes horribly wrong eventually. But some, but you totally hear stories where like that worked out for the rest of their life. They stayed married. Like they just knew, you know, so you just can't really say uh, like, yeah. you just don't know. And, you know, in some way, it's it's harder being that young in some ways. But what a lot of people don't think about, in some ways, it's actually easier. Because, and I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples. For one, you know, she's, she's 58 years old. I'm 60. When I look at her, she still looks the same to me as she did at 15. You know what I mean? Because How's I, can, that? I remember exactly what she looked like when right. she was 15. And, and the other thing is, you know, the, some of the things that we've been through in our relationship – if, if this had been like a second marriage or we had met in our thirties or something like that, we probably wouldn't have stayed together, but because we've like, we've grown up together since we were kids, you know, we lived one street apart and, you know, um, so it's like, it's almost like, um, you know, like you would never divorce your mother and father or your brother and sister. And it's almost like, uh, don't want to get into incest, but right. you know what I'm saying? It's That's almost how like close a, you guys were because you did take yeah. on that role for each other right because you were both she was really young to leave her house at that time well well how how many years into it did you guys get married because you met when she was 15 right but when did you guys leave and marry and move in together it was um we got married um let's see july august uh one year and three months we started dating and uh, when she was 15 i was 17 we got married one year and three months after that so she was 16 i was 18 when we got married right that's super young so you were like family right because at 16 to leave your house like what do you what what else do you have right she had you so you became her family and how soon after that did you guys have kids um we had our first child was born uh, let's see uh, five was born five months after we were married. And a lot of people go, Oh, you got married because you were pregnant. No, we had actually planned on getting married on her birthday. And, and her mother was going to sign for her to get married at 16. We had planned on getting married then, which was months before she got pregnant. And then her parents changed their mind kind of at the last minute and wouldn't let us do it. And so it took us a few extra months and we actually, it's kind of funny, but I mean, we actually got pregnant on purpose, so they would let us get married. So, Oh my God. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so we, and we, it's funny, we kept one of the original, we had, we bought all of our, our, uh, you know, I bought uh, her wedding dress and we ordered wedding invitations and everything. And we kept, one of the original wedding invitations just to show people if they go, Oh, you got married because you were pregnant. No, we didn't look at this, you know. <laughs> no, you got pregnant so you could get married. It's right. they have it backwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So now you said, I think I remember in your email that you guys did open your relationship up from the get go, or you were very open about wanting her to be with other people. Refresh my memory. Like remind yeah, me what yeah. you said. Okay, so this is kind of how it started. Um the first, it was kind of weird because we, both her and I were dating other people when we met, uh-huh. uh, and but we 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 
as soon as we met and kind of started hanging out and talking, we both like immediately broke up with the people we were dating and we were dating each other. And the first, the first date we went on, it was funny. The very first date we went on was, it was a high school football game that we went to her recently ex-boyfriend and me both showed up and it was funny because (laughs) he was the type that um was like jealous and angry and stuff and i wasn't i was fine with it we hung out at this game and you know talked and nothing happened you know um, sexually at this point or whatever but um but we just kind of hung out and you know i was i was nice and calm and happy and he was all upset and uh, eventually over a very short period of time it became just her and i but the um the, fir- the very first time that uh, we slept together, uh, my parents were away, so we were at my house, and um, we slept together. And then right afterwards, um, my it was actually my best friend at the time stopped by the house, and she <laughs> she had been wearing this, um, I guess you'd call it like a maybe a sundress. It was this dress that um, comes down like halfway between your waist and your knees, maybe. And at the time he stopped by, it was like right after we had had sex for the very first time. And she didn't have any panties on under the stress. And I don't know why I did this. I, I don't know if I was just like really proud because this was my first time having sex. Too, yeah. And hers. And I don't know if I was just really proud of this or whatever, but it was stupid looking back on it. But in the middle of um, talking, my friend came in and we were talking for a few minutes and she walked by in the middle of this. I kind of pulled the back of her dress up and showed him her butt. And she was like so pissed. I thought it was the end of it because she was so pissed. She left and didn't talk to me for like three days. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was kind of the first time anything like that happened. And in retrospect, yes, it was stupid, you know. Um, and Yeah, you know, but whatever. I, it doesn't matter. But I mean, yeah. you feel like that was like the like the first little sign of... That yes. part of you of wanting yes. to share then, your girl with other people. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email. Strictly Anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's Strictly Anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, Strictly Anonymous podcast dot com and click on be on the show if you have a short confession that you want to get off your back call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579 that's 347-420-3579 you could call that number 24 7 i change all the voices on the confessions too so you remain anonymous the number the website and the email address will all be in the description Yep, yep. And then um, uh, there was, I, I distinctly remember the first time, like, really getting excited about something like that. I was looking at a Playboy magazine. Um, this is, let's see, we were, I think we were married already. Yeah, we, I think we were married already at this time. But I was looking at this Playboy magazine, and they had um, this uh, spread in the Playboy magazine. And it was like, the, it, there was, you know, everything was just pictures back then. There was no internet. There was no videos that we that I had anyway. But so the the progression of the pictures, you know, it showed like this couple going to this pool hall, and then there's like a bunch of bikers that are in there. So anyway, long story short, they wind up, you know, like all these guys are having sex with this with this girl on the pool table, and um, 
for some weird reason, I was really, really excited by that. Right. Like you, uh, that was a turn on to you. That's it. it. Was, yeah, and obviously, yeah. listen, they had that in Playboy as a spread because they knew that a lot of people like that fantasy, right? <laughs> or else it wouldn't have been featured. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like 1977 or 78 we're talking about, you know, way back then. Yeah. So when did you first bring that up with her? Because she got mad at you that one time where that little thing happened. Like, how do where, how do you go from that to the point where she is hooking up with other guys? Um, alcohol. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. She, <laughs> there was a couple of times um, when, and this is after we're married. Um, so she was at, I was, I, the job I worked, I was off on the weekends. Um, the job she worked at, she sometimes had to work. Well, she always had to work either Saturday or Sunday. Um, and so there was a time when she came home from work on a Saturday evening. Um, one of my friends was over a different friend. Um, and we, he and I had already had a couple, um, she had a couple of drinks. We're all having a few drinks and um getting a little tipsy and so at and none of this none of this was planned um we were just kind of getting drunk and at one point um i re, i lifted her did a blouse or a sweater on it remember, but i lifted it up and kind of exposed her breast and she didn't get angry and she didn't stop me and we were in the living room um and from that point we went into the bedroom the three of us um, and fooled around a little bit. And honestly, it didn't really work too well because we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Um, he and I were probably a little more drunk than we should have been more so than she was. Uh, but we did all get naked and we did all try to try to both try to have sex with her. It didn't really work that time. Uh-huh. Uh, but then we, but then he, the same friend came by, uh, I want to say it was about three weeks later, um, and brought a friend of his with him to hang out and same thing we were drinking she came home from work and so then the four of us wound up in the bedroom um that time we actually did actually were able to to have sex and now did she have sex with both those guys too yes and were did were there condoms being used at this point because you're all so young she would be getting pregnant at the Uh, drop of her hat right (laughs) we are well i i don't want to lie to you no we did not use condoms um, yeah, no, we listen, were, most people don't. I mean, that's a fact. We were young and stupid and drunk, and no, we did not use condoms. Yeah. And we were just, you know, they said, what's the old saying? God watches out for fools, drunks, and children. You know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I didn't, I never heard the fools thrown in there, but I've heard the yeah. drunks and the children. Well, we were all three, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. my God, that's so funny. All right, so now, but let me ask you this. Are there any, like, major conversations, like, the next day when you wake up? Or was this because you're young and you're not really thinking that much that you just do it and you're like, everything's cool, and you just go yeah, on with just, your life? That is one of the good reason, things about being young. Because I feel like if you were, like, older, like, in your 30s and that happened, like, you'd think through that more and you'd have more conversations, right? I, that's what I think. I oh, think yeah, when you're yeah. young, you just don't think of consequences. You don't think so nope. much in the future. So that helped you guys. Yeah. You just do it. And, and, and you know, and then there were, there was, and some other things happened too early on like this um, that I can talk about. And then there, and then there was this long period of time years where nothing happened because we now are, we had uh, both of our kids, they were starting to get a little bit older and none of this stuff happened for, for quite a few years and then when it started up again it's funny because even though we'd already done this years before 
it was kind of like from her end, it was kind of like, yeah, but we were kids back then. You know, I don't do stuff like that anymore. We're right. See, that's what and I so mean. Then, yeah. Yeah. And then there were some long, serious conversations about it. And it did take a lot of, you know, communication and, you know, deciding that, OK, we're going to try this again. Right. Right. That's what I would think, you know, but I think it, like I said, when you're really young, that kind of stuff happens and nobody talks about it. And it's not even for no other reason than you're just not thinking that far into the future. You know, I think younger people are a little bit more stuck in the present than they are, you know, overthinking shit in the future. Like, you know, older people, you know, you just grow up. So you guys did that a couple times, I'm assuming. And then it went out the window because of kids and everything. And then... When yeah, you... we did it a couple a uh, couple times. Once with the one guy, and then once with the same guy and his friend. And then, and there was a couple other things. I, I forgot to mention. This is actually a little out of chronological order. But while we were dating be- before this happened with the one guy and with the two guys, um, we had we had done other stuff. Like we had you know um, same room sex just with uh, other couples that were young like us. You know, and it was mainly it was mainly a logistics thing. You know, we're hiding yeah, out yeah and alcohol. Parents uh-huh. Home and uh-huh. alcohol. You know, so um, there was two different couples we did that with. Um, and then there, oh, and then there was a third couple that um, they, at the time, they had a car. We didn't have a car. This is when we we're dating. Um, and so we would go on double dates like all the time. Oh, like, right. Every, Someone every be in the weekend. front seat and back. Yeah. Yeah. So we would sometimes. I'm driving the car and she's in the front, they're in the back seat and vice versa, you know, so that yeah. type of stuff. But yeah, that kind of stuff went on like all the time back then when, you know, the first, I'm going to say the first, you know, two, three years after we met, you know. But you had no issues or problems with seeing her with other guys. Like it just turned you on and there was like no confliction with the, for you at all. When no, you're younger, I mean. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I, you know, the thing is, I, I wanted to say too, I've heard recently heard this um, term being used uh, for the kind of couple that I think we are, and that's um, stag vixen couple. So in other words, there was never any, like I hear a lot about, um, you know, like cuckold stuff and there was and nothing against them, but whatever you want to, you know, whatever turns you on. There was never any of that. Like for me, it no, was no humiliation about, part of it. No, right. Yeah. No, no whoever does anything it's always we're all equal partners and we're all enjoying it um there's yeah no... i think i use that word sorry to cut you off i'll, I'll get back to it but yeah. i think i use that word in my description a lot just to always talk about the scenario where a guy is letting his girl go with someone else and then people get confused because they're like the cuckold situation you know you think of it has it has that humiliation aspect and i think you're right there's like another word for it when you are giving your wife up to someone else, but there isn't the humiliation aspect, right? I'm probably wrong with lumping them all into that category, right? Because a lot of times the guys on my show, that isn't a part of it, you know? Right, it's, right. It's just what they like and what they're turned on by. Yeah, and there's a, there's another podcast that I listen to once in a while, not as much as yours, but um, it's specifically related to um, just the um, you know the the uh, wife sharing and stuff like that. And yeah, so if they specifically differentiate by if it's a cuckold situation, they refer to it as uh, the man is cuckold and the woman is a hot wife. If it's like our situation, they refer to it as a stag and a vixen. Oh, okay, good. So that's, I'm going to use that, ter- yeah. those terms, stag and vixen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which, which is kind of good. I like the vixen, you know, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cuckold is the hot wife. Yes. yes. And the cuck. Right. So, but you're a stag and she's a vixen. 
Correct. Okay, so let's get back to you guys. So you, you know, you have all these kind of drunken things that go down. You guys have babies. They get a little older. Nothing goes down. Now let's bring it to the point where you, you guys want to start doing this stuff now and you're a little bit older. Like what, what happens then? And what, what are those conversations that you have? Yeah. So we, so the kids are, are both grown and gone. They're out of the house. They're married. Oh, when you guys want to pick it back up by that time. Right. Okay. Right. We have grandkids at this point, you know, um, but, but it's just her and I at home. And, um, so I actually brought it up and, you know, we would talk about it during sex and she would get like really excited talking about it too. Um, but then I would say, well, let's, why don't we do this for real? And she was, at, at first she was like, you know, absolutely not. There was no, she wasn't even going to consider it. And that's when the conversations came up about, you know, yeah, well, we did this before and it was, uh, yeah, but we were young then and, you know, it's different and, you know, we're not going to do that stuff anymore. But I, uh, I kind of kept on and, and then what happened, I think, and it was a long time, Kathy, it was, um, cause back when I'm talking about, you know, when it ended, I was probably, um, 21 and she was 19 when this stuff ended. Right. And then when it started back up again, um, this is years later. I'm now I'm, let's see, this was, yeah. Cause you're saying your kids, uh, you had grandkids by then. So it's like maybe right, 20 right. years later. Oh, it's more than that. At yeah. this point I'm 53 and she's 51. Right. So oh, okay. Wow. Like 2013. Now yeah. let me ask you this real quick in between all that time, right? You guys are just together with each other. You never strayed. You were completely monogamous. Did your sex life, was it always really great between the two of you? It, it was always great between the two of us. Um, I did, I did stray, um, in the, in the 40, we've been married 42 years, um, three times in 42 years. It was all in a, eight year period from the time I was 27 until I was 35. Uh-huh. And you know, she knows about all three. Um, really? How, guys, how, and how come because guys are, guys are really dumb. And I got caught like almost immediately every time. You're kidding. Nope. Not kidding. <laughs> how did you get uh, caught? Uh, let's see. The first time I got caught, um, a guy, it was, it was a little bit of a complicated situation. It was someone at work and we were in a business where it was, um, uh, like direct sales, of high ticket items and, um, extremely competitive. Um, one of the other salespersons kind of, kind of set this up with me and this girl and did it deliberately and then told his wife and her wife and my wife were friends and it got back to her because she, and it was, this guy was like a, a, a real piece of work. He used to, uh, uh, like he tried to sleep with every girl he ever met. You know, he was kind of a joke among us, among everybody. But, um, but occasionally his wife would say, well, why can't you be more like, uh, John, why can't you be more like John? And, um, so yeah, he, he set this up deliberately and then told his wife about it. And she told my wife and, and yeah, that's never good. Okay. So these were just like three one night stands you had, she found out now, how did she get past it? Um, it was, it was rough, I think. Um, and it was rough for a while. It was rough on her, I think too. Um, she, but, but she told me, um, after all this came out and when, and this was, years after this was all over with, like I, I didn't do this anymore. And I think she knew I was never going to do this again. And and I know I'm I'm never going to, and I never did. Um, she actually confessed to me, um, that she, she had actually had two, um, 
uh, affairs or whatever you want to call it, um, years earlier. Oh, that's, I mean, uh, I hate to say awesome, but you know, that does work in your favor because she would be more understanding of how it could actually happen, right? Correct. And it, and it, and awesome is a good word. And I'll tell you why, because at the time, this was early on, um, Kathy, this is like after, uh, right after we had stopped fooling around when we were much younger and, you know, I was a young guy, uh, and trying, trying to be a husband and a father and be responsible, but I was also still an idiot and I was still out partying with my friends. And right. you know, there was when I, I used to, I drank a lot back then when I was young, um, and you know, I would, I would just to get out of the house, I'd say, Hey, I'm going to run down to the store and pick up cigarettes and, on a Friday night. And I wouldn't come back until Saturday afternoon Oh my know? God! <laughs> and leave her home with the baby, you know, take the one car. And so, so, I mean, I was really, I, I wasn't like, I wasn't abusive to her physically, but emotionally. You were such a great guy at that time, right? I, mm-hmm. I was not there for her emotionally and mentally a lot of times, you know, and, and she, and I, and I, when she told me years later, I said, you know, I, it didn't upset me at all. And, Cause it'd been years ago for one thing. And I said, well, why didn't you tell me back then? And she said, honestly, I don't think you could have handled it back then. And she's right. 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 As a young guy, you know, when you're young like that for most guys, I mean, you're, you're really jealous. And, and again, you know, that may sound funny, you know, to say that considering what we were doing, but there's again, a difference between, you know, sex and love. If we're just fooling around having sex and we all know about it, that was one thing, but like, okay, you're sleeping with your boss, you know, that's a different, th- you know what I mean? Yeah. So she's right. I could not have handled it. And she was with those people because you weren't giving her something. So it really was sort of personal to you. Right. I mean, it's one thing when she's fucking your friend and you're watching and you're getting something out of it. But when she's going behind your back because you're no you're not really there and you're not so great. I mean, of course, it's going to bother you because it says something about your guy's relationship. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Exactly. Um. And so, yeah, it was kind of, and the funny thing, well, I don't know if it's funny or not, but it is to me. <laughs> One of the funny things was the, I told you about the two instances where when we were really young, we had, um, the one friend of mine came over and then a couple of weeks later, same guy came over with a friend of his Yeah, uh, and it was the four of us. Um, that particular weekend, it was, I believe it was a Saturday. Um, she had, that was one of the weekends. She remembered it because she told me, she says like, I felt so bad. That Saturday, um, she was supposed to be working. She actually wasn't working. She actually went to the beach with her boss and spent the day there. And he had one of those uh, creepy 1970s conversion bands, you know. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, yeah. and that was one of the, And then she comes home and there's three guys, you know, me and two other guys there. Waiting. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Wait, so but, that's uh, when she did it? That's when she cheated on you one of the times? Yes. Oh, okay. So it wasn't Uh, during the period where you were like not uh, available. It was when she was really young. It's when, well, I, I wasn't available. It's yes. It's when we were young. It's when we were young. Um, we were, you know, I was probably 19 and she was 17 at the time. Oh, so she was just having, so my whole statement I just made was bullshit. It doesn't even apply to this. This was just, she did it when she was very young and she was just a young girl. Like, I mean, and she didn't, right, you right. just didn't wind up finding out till way later. Correct. Correct. But it, the reason, no, the reason that she did it though, you're actually right about because we, this is during the time you remember we had our first. Our first child was born just a few months after we were married. Yeah. So we had a baby at this point. This is when I was, you know, I would disappear for a day. Oh, right. That is when you were being like not so great. Yeah. 
Yeah, same time, same amount of time. So I know exactly where she was coming from. And, you know, she was, I was either 19 or 20, and she was either 17 or 18. Um, and the and the guy, her boss at work, was, you know, this guy's like 40 years old, you know. Oh, my God. And, uh-huh. Yeah, so... So why uh, wouldn't he want to fuck your wife? I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, 17-year-old girl. And she was hot, really hot. She's still hot, but I yeah. mean, she was extremely hot. Oh, yeah, there's a lot in that story for him. First of all, she's super young. Second of all, she's his employee. Third of all, right. she's somebody's husband. I mean, you know, right. all of yeah. that probably got him off tenfold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, come on. Uh, you know, Plus, back then, you could get away with stuff like that with a 17-year-old employee. I don't think you could get away with that nowadays. (laughs) No fucking way. I started having sex when I was 15, and I had, like, a 21-year-old boyfriend. My mother knew about him. You know, it wasn't, like, a secret, you know. Um, But now, like, you hear that scenario with, like, teachers, and they call it rape. And I'm like, was I raped? Like, I don't know. know. You know, some people would say I was a young person. I don't know, you know, and... It 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 is what it is. I don't want to get too much into that conversation because that's right. like it's too uh, you know it's it, people have t- different very different opinions about it. You know, um, but in your situation, I mean, you guys are married. She's really young. That guy like fucked her, but whatever. Get back to when you cheat. So you have these three times where you cheat. Does she find out about all of them like at once or does she find out one and then she's like, okay, I'll stay with you. And then you do it again. Like, I mean, how did it happen? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was the second way. It was, um, the three times were rough, roughly each one was roughly two years apart. Uh Um, and she found out about each one of them right after they happened. Um, and the, and then it was, you know, and probably one of the reasons I, I think why she stayed with me and, and, and thank God she did, but, uh, was probably because she kind of had her secret about the two times that she had kind of done something, you know, without totally. me knowing about it. Yeah. Um, at that point she still hadn't told me about it, you know? Um, and, the, and it was funny, you know, once she, when she told me about what had happened and everything, it was kind of like, it was good for both of us because, I mean, for me, all that stuff, any thoughts of, you know, um, my, me going outside the relationship without her knowing about her, it just all disappeared completely, like overnight, you know? You mean all uh, your guilt about it because she had done it too? No, what, no, I mean the thought about doing it again. I still had guilt oh. about it. I was, it was still wrong on my part. But because when she did it, I can understand why she did it because yeah. of the way I was treating her. When I did it, I really didn't have a good excuse for it other than whatever you want to call it, seven-year itch. You know, I was in my late 20s to early 30s and, you know, wanted to try uh, kind of physically. I mean, that's another thing I didn't mention. Like, we've always had a lot of sex. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, I've heard people get fairly graphic on your show, so I guess it's okay to say this. But, yeah. like, when we were dating, I mean, we, we would have people sometimes don't believe this and and I don't believe other people didn't do this, but I mean, we would have sex sometimes five or six times a day. I mean, we were, we were having sex so much, you know, my, my penis would literally, I would get raw and bleed. And then the next day would have a little scab on it and we'd be having sex again and rip the scab off and it would burn like hell. And, but that's how we always were, you know, we just had a lot of sex. Um, and, and even in our twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, you know, 
Um, I think we've slowed down to a couple times a week now, but I'm 60 and she's 58. You know, right, so. right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she stays with you through all that cheating. You, you know, you guys all come clean. And then who starts to bring up like, oh, remember like what we used to do or what we did back then? I mean, who starts up that conversation? I did. I did. And I never, you know, once when the, um, when the, the internet, came about and you know then it was much easier to look at porn you know back yeah. in the old days. had to go down and get a magazine and feel kind of embarrassed to buy the magazine or whatever you know and um but so i always looked um not a lot but i always would look at porn occasionally um and it was always you know like threesomes always to like male female male threesomes um that's kind of always been my turn on it's kind of like and people sometimes um uh you know wonder why and I think it's for me, it's like it's like watching a porno flick, but your girl is the star of the porno flick, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that before. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's kind of what it was like. So <clears throat> so I never the thought of that never left me. I just thought she'd never do it again, you know. But um so at this point, you know, now we're stable, all this other stuff's out of the way, everything's over with. And I asked her about it, you know, and, and we would say things about it while we're having sex and it was really hot and she'd be turned on and, and I would be super turned on and um but she didn't want to do anything. And then just I kept mentioning it and bringing it up and I kind of talked her into it and what we did, this was back in two thousand thirteen. Um I talked her into letting me put uh, put an ad on Craigslist. Uh -huh. and, um, oh, I know what it was. And she had said, uh, I, I was telling her, I said, you're, you're still super hot. Like you, I guarantee you could still get like guys in their twenties and she's, you know, like 47 at this time or 47 or 48 or whatever. Yeah. He's like, no, they don't want no old lady, you know, blah, blah. And I go, I guarantee you, if I put an ad on Craigslist, you wouldn't believe the amount of response. You, and I did. And I put an ad on Craigslist, included a couple pictures, not facial pictures. Right. Body shots. Right. Body shots, stuff like that. Um, and, and I kid you not, Kathy, the first one I put, we got over 200 replies. I, I believe you. Replies. I know about Craigslist because that's where I got all my callers from in the beginning of my show. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. And we, and we specifically, I specifically put in the ad, you know, I put our ages and I put what we were looking for. Um, and I think I said between the ages of like, you know, uh, 20 to 30 or something, something like that, you know? Yeah. And, and she was actually stunned by the amount of responses, you right. know, and the kids were sending pictures and everything. And, and so basically we just kind of, between the two of us kind of whittled it down and we found one guy, um, who was a young guy. I think he was 21 or 22. Um, oh, and anytime we did this stuff, because she's very, she's very, it's funny to say this because of the stuff that we've done, but she's actually very private with stuff like that. Like she would, the reason I'm sitting in the parking lot now is it, she would cut my nuts off if she knew I was telling anyone yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, I hear you. Uh -huh. Never told anyone. Um, but so we, when we did this stuff, we always, we always put in the ad that the guy has to host, either has to host or get a hotel room. You're not coming to our house. We yeah. don't you know living we don't you're not going to know our names you're not going to know anything yeah you know? that was the only way she would do it what was uh, it about this guy that you got why you picked him was she looking for like what was it about him that stood out to from all the rest of the guys that uh, you? Do you she remember? picked him because she she uh, always kind of liked um 
baby face, innocent looking, that type. And he was very baby face, very innocent looking. You know? Right. Okay. Um, and he was, a, and he did turn out to be a really nice guy. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. And um, so, you know, we went over to his place and. How and old was the, he again? 21 or 22. Wow. 20, okay. 20, and she's 20. like in her late forties, almost 50. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. It was 2013. So I was 53. She was actually 51. I okay. was 53. She was 51 because this is 2013. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So we went over to this place and, um, you know, talked for a little bit. And, and we, we did none of these people that we did this stuff with. We never went out anywhere with them in public, never went to restaurants, bars, nothing like that. It yeah. was strictly in private. Um, we knew what we were there for. They knew what we were there for. You know, once we had talked to someone on the phone and, um, you know, set everything up, then everybody knew what we were there for. So we went over and um, I, I, I found this worked better is I would let them, the two of them get a little bit comfortable first because sometimes a guy and I would too, I don't think I could be that third guy with a couple. I just don't think I could. I right. don't. Yeah. I think I'd be like way too nervous. I, I, I don't know. I just couldn't do it. Never had an interest in it, but yeah. Uh, so I, I would like, I step out of the room or step outside um, for, for just a few minutes, 10, 12 minutes, just to let them get comfortable with each other. And then I would come back in and it would be, you know, the three of us together. Um, and usually it was what nothing crazy. Like she's never, she has never done anal. I know some people do, some people like it. Um, uh, she has always been absolutely adamant about that from day one. No, you do not go there at all. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, there's no that. double, there's no DP going on. No, no. We tried to DP like, but both in, um, both right. in the vagina the, way back when, when we were like drunk. And so that's what the time I told you about the very first time. That didn't said, work out. We tried to, but it didn't work. Yeah. We tried doing uh, that yeah. just to figure it out. And then both of us wound up just about passing out, you know, the two guys. But, oh my God. But, um, but yeah. So usually it'll be, um, like the, guy will be behind her she she really likes doggy style that's her favorite position um usually the other guy will be behind her i'll be in front and she'll be like blowing me while he's having sex with her you know doggy style and then we kind of switch positions and right that type, you know yeah yeah and now so. do you guys did before you met up with your first guy because you had more conversations about it were there any rules or regulations because i've heard like oh you can't kiss or you can kiss you know everyone has different rules there sometimes was, you know um, some people between, don't yeah no between her and i there were no really no rules about other than we had one agreement between yeah. us if, if either one of us did not feel comfortable at any time either one of us we would simply say to the other person i'm not feeling comfortable and yeah. i don't care if we said it in front of the other person you know the third person or not yeah we would just say i i don't feel comfortable and then we would leave and that would be it. and that only happened one time yeah, and what time. made you uncomfortable that time? Do you remember? Oh, it wasn't me that was uncomfortable. It was her because this guy, like, I don't know if he just got carried away or if he's trying to be an asshole or just because he was young and didn't know what he was doing, but he bit her nipple, Oof. like, really, really hard. I mean, like, really hard, Kathy. Like, it was stupid, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. End, that was the end of him, uh, you know? So. <laughs> uh, so, wait, that first guy, I mean, so it was, like, from the first time mm. it worked, I'm assuming it wasn't that guy that did it, right? So that no, night no. you guys had sex with the guy. How long would a session like that last for? I mean, would it be, like, an hour, or did you stay there all night? Like, 
No, uh, most of them were, um, they, they were different, but I would say most of them were um, probably an hour, an hour and a half total from the time we walk in the door till we walk out the door. There was one when we stayed um, quite a bit longer. It was actually, um, I want to say it was about four hours and the me and the other guy both came like three times. Um, and, but, but most of that was a little unusual. Most of them were hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours. Why you stay so long with that guy? Um, I don't know. I guess we were just kind of, Uh, to be honest with you, usually it was the guys because the guys, um, you know, I think most guys and myself included, you know, when you're thinking about doing something really fun or different, you know, you're all excited. And then once you come, it's kind of like, oh, what did I do? Yeah, like get, the you just guys, want to get the fuck out. Yeah, right. They even though it was at their place or it was at a hotel, you could just see they would as soon as they had come, they would start to kind of withdraw. Yeah, um, you know, mentally, physically, like move to another room. You know, yeah, you, in their cave, would, like they say, the guy wants to go into his cave afterwards. But right, yeah, right. But this one guy, um, we, you know, he was he was feeling it. I was feeling it. She was feeling, you know, and we were just there like most of the night. So, and, and then that was would a, you go home with, and have sex with each other because of what you just did? It would turn you guys oh, on for so that you would have better sex when you went home as well. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it always for, follows with you guys going home that same night and having sex. And let me ask you this because somebody... I talked to somebody about this the other day, but hasn't they haven't pulled the trigger and done it yet. But I was saying, and most people say that not only does it increase, you know, their sexual attraction to each other that same night, but it most of the time it lasts for a couple of days, right? I mean, you could go with oh. whatever that last scenario was for a while, right? It adds to your sex with your partner. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we have we haven't done anything now for like five years, and there's oh, I can tell you the reason for that, but <clears throat> for like five years. But um, we still talk about it or think about it when we're having sex. Some, not all the time, but right, sometimes. right, right. But right, yeah. and you could still draw up on those memories and stuff, and it oh, adds yeah. to yeah. what you guys are doing together. That's great because you could be open about it. It's like you know something that you both did together and both enjoyed. Was there ever? Because I've asked this question, and I think you're going to say no. But because I've said like, oh, do you think that most people that enjoy this are slightly bi, right? Because and there's that aspect to it. Do you have any kind of bi tendencies at all or interest in men that you think plays into this scenario or no? No, no, absolutely right. not. I thought I mean, you were going to say I that. I mean, right. who knows? Maybe a, a psychologist might say something different. But as I don't know. You no. Know, yeah, I've never had any interest in, in guys whatsoever. Like, I, I've tried to imagine it sometimes, like, yeah. because there are people who are gay or bi or whatever. And I've tried to imagine it. I'm like, I can't even imagine myself, like, getting excited with a guy. I just can't. I, you right. know. And I guess if you're gay, you can't. If you were a gay guy, you can't imagine getting excited over a woman, you know. Right. So I can understand it because I can't imagine getting excited over a guy. Right. But is there (laughs) crossing of swords, quote unquote, when you're together, when you're doing these things? No, no. Not the way we've done it because, because, 
um, we, there's usually, you know, one of us is kind of behind her doggy yeah, style, yeah, the yeah. other's in front getting a low job, and then we switch positions. So, no, there's never been any of that. No, right. other than the very first time when we tried to stick it in uh, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we had her like lay on her side, which was kind of a weird position on the bed. Yeah. And, the, and now this is before, you know, porn on the internet. And so you didn't see all these like, you know, movies and stuff. You know, so we tried to like her laying on her side. Um, one of us lying in front of her facing her, the other lying behind her facing her back and trying to both put our dicks in her pussy at the same time. And it just didn't work. Yeah. yeah. So we probably did touch at that point, I guess. I don't know. We were drunk as hell, but you know. Right. But all these times, how many guys would you say that, you know, once you guys started up again, you know, in your fifties, how many guys were you with? Have you been with Eight? eight? Eight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's over like 10 years. So maybe you're averaging like one a year, but you haven't done it for the past five years. No, right. It was, that was, that was only over a two year period. Oh, wow. Okay. Anything five years. So yeah. And how come nothing in five years? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Because she, um, she actually got, um, very sick Uh and she has had, um, three surgeries and she has to have one more. She's doing much better now. Um, Oh, thank God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's had three surgeries. She has to have another one. Um, and because she was sick and she wasn't able to be out and about as much, she put on a few pounds and like, she can, she can have sex. I mean, that's not a problem Yeah. right now. She feels like, Oh my God, I don't want anybody to see me, you know, blah, blah, blah. So of course. I still find her hot as hell, but she thinks she's fat. You know? Right. <laughs> she's not happy with how she is right now. Right. Right. But she's after yeah. her last surgery and because she's on the men, like she could probably eventually get back into shape. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. And now, so you had all those guys in that. What would you say on a scale of one to 10? Because I used to ask this question all the time. And then people are like, why don't you ask that anymore? <laughs> so like, how hot is your wife? Like scale of one to 10. What is she? Um, she she's, she's a nine, definitely. Right. And she's kept herself as she got older too, right? Because I'm assuming she had yeah. to be pretty hot. She's in her, but I don't, you know, I don't know, but because she's in her fifties, right? And all these young guys are responding to the ad, and all the guys that you had in those those eight guys, they were all between like twenty and thirty. The oldest one was, I think, thirty-two or thirty-three. When he had responded, he said, "Hey, I'm a little bit older than what you asked for," but blah blah blah. And she wound up picking him. But yeah, there was um, the youngest was eighteen. And the oldest was the guy that was 32, but he was kind of the outlier. It, the rest of them, none of them were over 24, 25 years old. And would they always be just a one-time thing, or did you ever see any of these guys more than once? Nope, they were always one-time, always one-time. How come had, that you didn't want to go back? Was that your guy's choice, or just it just happened it was, that way? No, it was our choice because we, um, the, the whole, a lot of the whole point of this is for something new. So yeah. you could go back to the same person, but why not try somebody different? You know, right? It just adds that much more excitement to it. You know, plus we didn't, like I said, we didn't want to develop a long-term relationship with these people. We yeah. were kind of just using them and they were using us, I suppose. And, you know, not, I don't mean that in a bad way. I no, mean, not at all. You know, I've heard every different variation. I, I've talked to many couples where it's the exact opposite, right? They definitely want to meet up with somebody and talk and feel like they're comfortable with them and they want to be friends with them before they go down that road, right? And then there's people yeah. like you guys who are like, nah, like that's the last thing you want, right? You just want to go in there, do have sex and 
keep it that way, very, you know, disconnected from them in any other way, which I totally understand too. It, I think that everyone's yeah. different in what they're looking for. It's good that right. both you right. and your wife are wired in the same ways, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. Um, it's just like, you know, we, we kind of, we don't want any sort of intrusions into our life, I guess. You know, we yeah. were just, just doing it to have fun and for excitement. And that was it, you know. Now, was it always on Craigslist that you found these guys? It was back then. Yeah. Now Craigslist, I understand, doesn't do that anymore. But, um, but yeah, there's where another one I heard about called um, Double List. Yeah. That's what people uh, tell me is the new Craigslist. Yeah. So I have, we haven't tried that one. But, uh, but yeah, it was always on Craigslist, all of them. Did she ever think about being with a woman or was it always your guys, both of your fantasy, just to have a threesome with a guy? Just have threesome. Oh, I, oh, funny you brought that up. I forgot to mention that to you. Back when we were um, uh, hadn't been married that long and yeah. we fooled around twice, you know, with the one guy and then with the same guy and his friend. Um, she, uh, shortly after that, she brought one of her friends home for me and we had a threesome with her. Um, and But I didn't like it as much and I could tell it made her feel a little jealous. Um, and it just, that's not what it, what I wanted to do it for was to, you know, dude, I don't want anyone to have bad feelings. It, I never got jealous over it. She did. She didn't like seeing me with another girl, you know? Um, and you didn't so care that, so much to have another girl, right? Like, I mean, it I wasn't, mean, I mean, you like the other been, guy with your wife, right? Well, actually it would have been fine. Either, either way would have been fine. Right. It's, we've only stayed with guys because, she's not comfortable with me being with another girl and yeah. it really doesn't make any difference to me. It's just, it's either one is fun and exciting. So I, I could care less really. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. I mean, it's like, it's interesting because in the beginning of the podcast, you're talking about your guys relationship and like you get together when you're so young and you've lost all this time. And if you just like, that's the story, it seems very magical and perfect and great. Right. But when you really talk to you, like you guys did go through a lot of, difficult times I think the difference between you guys and other people that that didn't last is that you know when things got tough you didn't leave you were very understanding and you know because look you cheated on her she caught you not just once like three fucking times all right like she caught you one time and that's like bad enough and then another time and then that's really bad and then another time and she never says I'm fuck off like I'm out of (laughs) here you know it's like Really, yeah, the it, reason why you're still together is you're not lucky. It's that you guys never left each other, no matter what happened. I mean, you were you you stuck around and you kept it going, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was always as far as being together. There was like never any question. It was always going to be her and I. Always, you know. There was just in, in my mind and in her mind too. I mean, because how many girls, you know, if you had cheated on three times you know and it it was it was over like i said like a six or seven year period but still i mean how many girls are gonna you know stay yeah and i wonder if she (laughs) went and told her girlfriends because they would have like you know the hardest thing about being a woman sometimes is you go and you vent to your girlfriends about your guy some at one point because you're upset or whatever or if you go tell your girlfriends your guy cheated on you and you stay with him your girlfriends are going to be very judgy about him forever like girls Uh, don't remember forget that shit and then if you tell them again they're going to be like your girl like even if you want to stay with him your girlfriends are going to be like what the fuck why are you still Uh, with him you know they could be brutal 
Yeah, and it's funny you say that because she the first time she did tell all of her girlfriends. Yeah. The other two times that she's told me this, she didn't tell. I know, of course, she was of that not reason. to. Of course. Because she wanted to stay with me. She knew she was going to stay with me. And she and wouldn't have been like, able to if she told her exactly. friends. Exactly. They would have uh, like thought she was crazy, you know. Yeah, they would have never get let, let up on it, you know. That's no, the thing. No. So I was thinking like she probably didn't tell her friends. No way. Because... They would have never let that fly like she did. She made a decision. She knew what she wanted to do. And she was smart not to tell her friends or tell anybody, you know. Right, right. And you never strayed after that. And even now through everything that's going on and you're not. Because she's still having sex with you, right? It's just that you just are not open with other people through her sickness. Correct. Right. And now she. The only thing. Yeah. uh, I was going to say the only thing I ever did weird, I guess, since um, the other than those three times was about a year ago. And it was only because it honest to God, um, I had no intention of doing anything. I just wanted to see sometimes we get a little vain, I guess, you know, at yeah. my age, I'm 60, but um, I, people tell me I don't look 60. They tell me I look like I'm maybe 45, 48 or something yeah, like yeah. that. Uh-huh. I'm still, I'm really active. Like I still, I have three skateboards still, you know, I, I stay, I do a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's great. Active. And, um, but I just wanted to see just for the hell of it. So I was like, I picked out this particular girl who works in a convenience store that I would stop into occasionally, knowing that I never have to go there again if I don't want to. Yeah. And I just started like talking shit to her when I go in there, um, just to see if I can pick her up being 60 years old. She's 23. Um, and I could, I could. And once, but once I found that out, I, I haven't been back there. I just wanted to see, just for the hell of it. I had no intention of doing anything. No, I get that. There was a guy I worked with. Well, he was an actor. I was, like, working in an agency, and he would always, like, flirt with me, and he was really super hot. I was way younger than him, and but he had a very long-term relationship with this woman who was this very famous yoga instructor, and he was this gorgeous actor, and they had this very mm. long-term, well-known, strong relationship. And I thought, it's so odd that he flirts with me so much. And then one time he asked me to go out, and we went out. And it, it fast forward years later, because me and him became really good friends, and sometimes she would meet up with us when we would go out to eat and stuff. It turned out that he, and he explained to me that he had, I forget what the name of the girls were he called the, all the girls that he had these flirtations with a name it was like the, whether they were the, his Lucy's right let's just say Lucy oh, yeah. and that's what he had he had Lucy's you know and his girl knew about it and he was cool and he never did anything with them but he flirted and sometimes he'd go have a coffee with you and he it, there was that sexual tension for sure that was going but he never mm-hmm. crossed a line you know and we eventually like I said talked about it and that's just the way that's what he did and I think that helped him stay faithful because he was definitely not a cheater he loved his girl more than anything they had a very healthy great relationship but he had this thing and he told me he had oh, like he named all his lucy's you know what i mean i was one of them the right, right. waitress so, that he saw every morning when he went to get his coffee you know, it was like he they they had names and they were people that he did but he just didn't cross the line and i think that helped him be monogamous Yep, yep. And that was it. I just, my goal was I wanted to see if I could get this girl's number. And once I did, I was done. And, (laughs) you know, and I didn't do anything bad to her. All she did was give her number to a guy that she probably has done that to other guys. And she's probably grateful I never called her, you know? (laughs) Right, right. But you didn't, you threw that number out or whatever. It just. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Mm -hmm. I never even put it in my phone. I just threw it away. Yep. 
Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's great. Uh, you know, you're in it for the long haul. Like, I, I think people understand things like that. I feel like everything that you and your wife have been through, uh, even if you told her that story five years from now, she'd be like, okay, you know, like it wouldn't make or break oh, things, yeah. right? She could understand it. It wasn't about her. It was really a, just about you and you knowing that you're still quote unquote, you know, hot to the opposite sex. Why not? Yeah. Well, I, I think it's just, you know, natural. It's human nature. It's vanity or whatever, you know, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, she, I mean, she got to fuck a bunch of young 20 year olds and no, you know, she didn't think she was going to be hot to them, but look at, I mean, did that really help her self esteem yeah. and stuff like having all these young guys be really into her? Yes, absolutely. That's why I wanted to mention that. I'm glad you brought that up because, <clears throat> yes, it did um, uh, help her, her self-confidence, her self-esteem enormously. Yes. And yes. let me ask you this because I've had guys on who are cheating because their wives have gone through menopause and, you know, that, that happens, you know. But as a woman who's 51 and I know all about this, that like they say, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? And I think that there is yeah. a... A lot of women do lose that connection to sex, but a lot of women don't. And I think the difference is the women that don't are the women that are keeping up with it and still doing it, you know? And I think a lot of times what happens in that same time of life when a woman is going through menopause, they've been with the same person for a long time and sex has gone out the window anyway. So they're not using it, right? And then the lack right. of hormones, they just totally lose that connection, right? But did that never happen with your wife? It, it... No, no. We She went through menopause um, probably... Actually, it was just before she started having the medical issues. Yeah. Um, but we never stopped having sex. Like, right. Never. She uh, was always weird. horny still. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because, like, I there's a guy I know that um, he, we're friends. We talk a lot. We haven't talked about this kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we've talked about regular sex, you know, with our wives and, and stuff. Well, his is not his wife. It's his girlfriend. But he's yeah. 45. And he's telling me, like, yeah, I just don't have that much interest in sex anymore, you know. And so I asked him, like, so, well, how often do you guys have sex? He's like, mm, you know, maybe three or four times a year. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, you're at 45. I was having sex, you know, four or five times a week. I mean, I can't imagine three or four times a year. Do people really do that? I mean, that's. Yeah, that's I, crazy. I, I mean, he should probably have his hormones checked, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, maybe there's something wrong with me, but I swear to God, Kathy, when I was <laughs> you know, 17, 18, 19, 20, yeah. I, I was having sex with her, you know. Yeah, like you said four, five, five times, times a day, day sometimes, yeah. It, and it jerking off in the shower on top of that. I mean, I just, you know, I don't know. <laughs> no, I think it's, listen, you had constant sex like in-house since you're 17. A lot of people don't have that, but I, I think most, the average guy, you know, is very horny for a really long time. I have seen my guy friends, even the biggest players, slow down when they're in like their late 40s. And it doesn't mean that they lose interest in sex, but maybe yeah. instead of coming like three times a day, they, they could have one good one a day, you know? Right, right. Right? Um, and, and that happens. But to lose total interest in it, I think, you know, maybe you want to check your hormones. But I do also think that, and I know this for women because I'm a woman, right? That if you, and I haven't been married all the time to one person, you and your wife have always been having sex with each other, right? And always right. been doing it. So I do believe that it's like anything. If you don't have something for a while, you get used to not having it. And then you could lose that need for it. Like you don't need it as yeah. much. Whereas like if I start to have 
sex once or twice and it's like then i want it every single day i'm horny every single day but if i don't have it for a month i don't even think about it and i think that's true for a lot of people especially women i you know i don't know about men maybe that's with your guy friend that's like three times a year i don't know yeah i guess it's a yeah i guess it's a thing you know uh you don't miss what you don't have maybe i don't know yeah you start to uh, lose that kind of thing i have a guy that i've talked to that has a wife who isn't uh interested in sex and she's young she's in her 30s but she's got kids and you know you could understand and i'm like just keep fucking her like as much as you can you know even if it's just yeah, once yeah, a week yeah. just do it once a week every day on tuesday at nine o'clock in the morning and eventually like that consistency will you you wire yourself back up and then you want all the time you guys don't understand this scenario because you guys have always just had each other and you always had that constant sex and you were always really horny for each other so you yeah. never lost that desire and i think that you if you don't use it you lose it, it does happen yeah. that's why you guys it didn't happen to her and to you guys and you're lucky yeah yeah i i do i consider myself extremely lucky i'll tell you um it's it's been uh it's been a wonderful ride it really has you know last question for you did you does anybody besides all my listeners now and all the guys you guys fuck together right does anybody else know about what you guys have done or is that something that she has not told anyone else about or and you haven't told anyone about you are the only person that i have ever told about this um she has never told anyone at all other than the guys that were involved no one else knows right no one else knows well there you go well now all my listeners will know but i will change your voice yeah right i changed your name you're going to be, you know, I never had the stag. Wait, I wrote it down. The stag and the vixen, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Johnson. And so you're going to be the stag and the vixen uh, episode that I'm going to yep. have. <laughs> uh, there's there's. Listen, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. Well, I got to tell you, I, I like I said, I discovered your podcast about um, three weeks ago. I usually listen to audible and i had a credit that was my monthly credit was coming up in like a couple days i didn't want to buy extra ones so i'm like i'll listen to a podcast and i found yeah. yours and i'm hooked it is awesome. absolutely wonderful oh good i'm <laughs> so glad you found my show and now how crazy is it going to be when you're listening to yourself oh my god your that story <laughs> no but what's great is i gotta tell you and i tell people this all the time and it's even for me too you know because i'm taping this i had the conversation with you it was fascinating but when i hear things back when you hear your own story back even or this conversation that we just had as a third person it's going to be even more interesting there's something about uh, listening uh, to it outside of the conversation that makes it even more interesting for you because it always does for me too so uh, you'll definitely enjoy listening to it. Your voice will be different. I, I change everybody's voice, whether they want to or not now. Yes. So your voice will be a little bit deeper. So n- nobody will ever know who you are. You won't cool. get busted anyway. But people will enjoy your stag vic- vixen story. And I'll probably air it this week. So you'll be able to hear it soon. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks Great so job. much for you calling have- in. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You have a wonderful day. You too. Let me know what you think after you listen to it. Okay. All right, bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. 
And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.